0: Welcome to the Cut It Straight Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Whitley. Cut It Straight is a podcast helping you pursue excellence in your preaching and ministry. In this episode, we're going to study excellence in ministry. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Cut It Straight Podcast, Episode 12. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Whitley. I want to say the beginning of this episode, thank you to so many who have been listening to the Cut It Straight Podcast. You've sent me uh, messages through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, email, uh, giving me some great feedback how you're enjoying uh, this podcast. And you don't know how much that blesses me, knowing that uh, so many of you are listening to this and that you are desiring excellence in your ministry. And listen, connect with me uh, on social media, uh, Twitter, at NSWhitley. Uh, go to Facebook, type in NSWhitley, go to my page, like it, follow it. Uh, also, uh, you can go to my website, NSWhitley.com. I have lots of articles, theology, biblical studies. I actually began a new series uh, on my website entitled uh, Wisdom for Young Men. I have several of those lessons available there at nswhitley.com. And I just recently started a new podcast on my website called The Bible Exposition Podcast. And we began a series called God's Plan for Redemption. And we're looking at God's plan of redemption from Genesis to Revelation. We're going to have eight lessons in that series, and lesson one is available on my website right now. Uh, the, the the Bible Exposition Podcast is only on my website at the moment. Uh, hopefully in the near future it will be on iTunes and other uh, outlets. But you can listen to the audio. You can read my notes. Uh, the Bible Exposition Podcast. You can kind of see how I do uh, teaching and preaching. And you can kind of see the method that we talk about here in action and practice on the Bible Exposition Podcast. So connect with me. Uh, through my website, through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and I'd love to hear back from you. In today's episode, we're going to look at excellence in ministry. Second Timothy 4 and 5, Paul says this, As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, and then he says, Fulfill your ministry. Ecclesiastes 9 and 10 says, Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all of your might. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. What do you think of when you hear the word excellence? Do you think of perfection? Uh, Do you think of hard work and effort? Let me just rehearse for you briefly. The type of ministry and the standard of ministry that Paul set for Timothy uh, in these two letters, 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy, if you read through these two letters, and you can also include Titus and the pastoral epistles, but for Timothy, Paul set such a high standard for Timothy. Let me just read a few of these things uh, that Paul was asking Timothy to pursue and to accomplish in ministry. Uh, Paul instructed Timothy that he must correct those teaching false doctrine and call them to a pure heart, a good conscience, and a sincere faith. He instructed Timothy that he must fight for divine truth and for God's purposes, keeping his own faith and a good conscience. He instructed Timothy that he must pray for the lost and lead the men of the church uh, to do the same. Uh, he must call the women of the church in Ephesus to fulfill their God-given role of submission and to raise godly children, setting an example of pure faith, of love, of uh, sanctification and self-restraint. He, Paul instructed Timothy that he must carefully select spiritual leaders for the church on the basis of their godliness and their virtue, He must point out, Aaron, those who taught it. He must be constantly nourished up in himself on the words of Scripture and sound teaching and doctrine. He must avoid myths and false doctrines. He must discipline himself with the purpose of godliness. He must boldly command as he teaches the word of God's truth. He must be a model, an example of spiritual virtue for all to follow. He must faithfully read explain and apply scripture privately and publicly he must be constantly pursuing and progressing toward Christ's likeness in his personal life he must be gracious and gentle in confronting the sins of the people he is to give special consideration and care to those who are widows he must honor faithful pastors who work hard and never receive an accusation against any of them unless it is in, in two to three, weaknesses, two or three witnesses. He must choose church leaders with great care. Timothy is to make sure that they are proven and that they are mature in the faith. Timothy must take care of his physical condition, so he is strong to serve the church in Ephesus. He must flee the love of money and pursue righteousness godliness faith love perseverance and gentleness these are the things that are just written in 1st and 2nd Timothy Paul says to Timothy that he must fight for the for the faith against all enemies and all attacks he must keep all the lord's commandments he must guard the word of god as a sacred trust the deposit that was given him it's a treasure he must keep the gift of god in him Alive and fresh and useful. He must not be timid, but he must be powerful in the Spirit. He must never be ashamed of Christ or anyone who serves Christ. He must hold tightly to the truth that he had been taught, and he must guard it and fight for it. He must be strong in character and integrity. He must reproduce himself in others, in other young ministers. He must suffer difficulty and persecution for all, who live godly in Christ, will suffer persecution. He must keep his eyes on Christ at all times. Timothy is to lead with authority. He must interpret and apply Scripture accurately, rightly dividing the word of truth. He's to avoid useless conversation that leads only to more ungodliness. Timothy is to be an instrument of honor. He's to be set apart from sin, and he must be useful for the Lord, He is to flee youthful lusts and pursue righteousness, faith, and love. He's to refuse to be drawn into philosophical and theological wrangling. He must not be an arguer, but He must be kind, teachable, gentle, and patient, even when He is wronged. He must face dangerous times with a deep knowledge of the Word of God. Brothers, Timothy's instructions given by Paul are a myriad of types of responsibilities that ministry involves. Ministry is a complete and life-giving commitment. There are no shortcuts or hidden routes. There's not a special book. There's not a special pill. There's not a special method. The only thing that we're going to have that's going to bring excellence in our ministry is hard work. And as we see in these two letters to Timothy that Paul has written, ministry is more than just preaching. Paul's instructions to Timothy for ministry don't always have to do with preaching and teaching, but his instructions included Timothy's own life. It is investing in others. It is correcting others. It is teaching the Word of God correctly. It is loving. It is pursuing righteousness. It is pursuing character and integrity. The life that you live will have a direct impact in the effectiveness of your ministry. Commitment takes character. Commitment takes work. Commitment takes perseverance. Commitment takes faithfulness. And your character, your work, All of this should produce excellence. In Paul's letters to Timothy, I don't find anything pertaining to Timothy's success in ministry. Paul does not tell him how many people are to attend his church. He's not to measure his success or his excellence based upon how many people he is overseeing. He is not to measure his success and his excellence by what conferences or what meetings he is preaching or ministering to. Paul does not tell Timothy what types of miracles need to be performed in the church. Paul does not tell him how much money his church needs to have uh, in the bank to be considered successful or excellence. However, Paul stressed excellence and character for Timothy's ministry. And brothers and sisters, we must pursue excellence in our ministry with the great tenacity that the Apostle Paul had in his life and that he is trying to deposit into Timothy's own life. If we're going to have ministry success, if we're going to have a great outcome and fruit from our ministry, we're going to have to have and pursue excellence. To define success, we could could say that success is attaining or reaching certain cultural goals which could elevate your importance in the culture. Success is about attaining or achieving uh, these types of cultural and societal goals that elevate your importance within the culture or a community. And your status is lifted up. Your name is glorified. You have a sphere of influence and domination and power. Prestige, and you're esteemed and you're honored. You're looked up to, you're admired. But this is not what Paul is telling Timothy. He is telling him to pursue excellence. Well, what is it about excellence? Excellence is the pursuit of quality in one's work and effort whether the culture recognizes it or not. Excellence is the pursuit of quality in your work, in your diligence, in your effort. Whether anybody gives you a pat on your back or if anyone praises you and what you have done, it's knowing within yourself that you have done your very best. Success seeks status. Excellence seeks satisfaction. Having done your best, excellence is in relation to your own potential. Success is about being esteemed by others, but excellence is saying, I'm pleasing the Lord because I've given it my all. I want to please God. I want to please Him, in what I do. Excellence is available to all people. It doesn't matter your economic background, your status within a community, where you've come from, the color of your skin, your age, your experience. Excellence is available to you but it's only accepted by a few. Only a few will take up the mantle of pursuing excellence. You must be one of those who pursues excellence in your ministry. It's not just preaching. It's not just teaching. It's pursuing excellence in loving people, shepherding the people that you're overseeing, It is leading with excellence. It is serving with excellence. It is giving with excellence. The faithful minister knows the seriousness, the content, the scope, the urgency, the attitude, the cost, the extent of your commission, your goal, and that is excellence What does he say at the end of verse number 5 what we read he says fulfill your ministry in the Greek that means to fulfill your service fulfill means to accomplish it to fill it up do it all that's what he's telling Timothy do it all do it all with excellence accomplish your call fulfill your ministry listen you need to fulfill the ministry that you have been given right now. Not the one you hope to have. The one where you, that you have been given right now. Where are you serving in your local church? Is it ushering? Is it in the music department? Is it in the Sunday school? Is it in the youth department? Is it uh, in the hospitality department? Where where are you being asked to serve right now? What are you uh, what is the responsibility that you have right now? Paul tells you, and I tell you today fill it up, accomplish it, fulfill your call. If you want to be a ruler over much, you've got to be faithful over the little. Nate, I want to be a pastor, I want to be an evangelist, I want to be a missionary. I want to be a great preacher, teacher. But right now, I just feel like ushering music ministry, Sunday school ministry, youth department ministry is just a little beneath me. If you're going to be what God has called you to be, you need to fulfill the ministry that you have been given right now. Whatsoever your hand finds to do, do it with all of your might. You may not be in the pulpit but you can be an excellent usher. You may not be on the platform leading in worship, but you can still be leading in worship from where you're sitting. You may not be in front of thousands of people, but you can teach and preach to those children faithfully every week. But you're to do it with excellence. Give it all of your might. Put the time and the prayer into it. If you want to be recognized by others... If, you, if your desire is praise from others, you'll never get it. But if you are desiring to hear the Master say, Well done, my faithful servant. Then you will pursue excellence where you are. Be the best usher. Be the best musician. Be the best Sunday school teacher. Love on people. Serve with passion and excellence. I read the story several months ago, that the man who had created the Statue of Liberty, he worked so diligently in the the details. But one of the details that he probably could have skimped on was the top of Lady Liberty's head. This was going to be the largest standing edifice. There were no huge skyscrapers in New York. There were no helicopters or airplanes at the time that the Statue of Liberty would be delivered to the harbors of New York. But yet, that man took time and effort and put excellence in the details, in the things that no one would ever see. Little did he know that Hundreds of planes and helicopters would fly over that beautiful statue all these years later to see the top of that. What can you do with excellence that nobody sees? What can you do with pride, hard work, diligence that nobody sees? If you'll be faithful over a little, you'll be a ruler over much. If you will fulfill your ministry... And if you will put your hand to the plow and work with diligence, you will have excellence in your ministry. Thanks for tuning in to the Cut It Straight podcast. For more information, go to nswitley.com. Follow me on Twitter at nswhitley. Also go to Facebook, search for NSWitley, like and follow my page.